This week, we examine a movie that welcomes us to a place where the truth lies. The 2021 Australian thriller, The Dry. I'm Chad. I'm Matt. And I'm Josh. You're listening to episode 82. Uh, We used to talk about this at work. so we're back um how you doing josh this is number six i think right uh, i think it's number seven actually um i don't think that's true i but... think it's no great. no you're right you're right you're right five <laughs> james bonds movies yeah and then the, uh, the sixth one uh where i had a special guest which was yes. alex yes yes, yes, um, yes yes the woman that you refused to marry yes yes that's the one <laughs> i will perpetually be on team alex here alex all right so don't worry <laughs> cut that part out <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> um, yeah, just, but, um yeah no I've, I've been good been good um yeah um we've just moved flat or for any viewers who aren't british which is i'm guessing everyone else it's um moved apartment uh, so... to a different part sorry no, 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 no. You're good. So, like, when um, you guys were talking about that last week, you know, flat came up a few times. I feel like somebody said house at some point. So it's an apartment, not a house, right? Uh, it's half a house. So it's actually it's a house that has been converted into two apartments, and we have the upper floor. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and this is a lease, or you're buying it, or you oh, we bought it. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, congratulations, property owner. Look at you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Look at you buying property with somebody you refuse to marry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all you know, it's all a process, isn't it? No, no, trust me, I get it. I get it. I'm this is all in jazz. Oh yeah. (laughs) So how's the moving process been? Uh it hasn't been as bad as I expected or feared. Uh although it has been, you know so many removal vans and so many boxes to unpack mm-hmm. um but yeah it's been all right it's been all right uh it's it's nice because for every moment of oh this is so tedious you have the other moment of oh, this is quite exciting so it balances out quite nicely uh, and we've settled in quite well i've only been here a couple of weeks but um yeah it feels like home i guess so um i'm gonna assume you guys don't have something like home depot or lowe's there like what is the hardware store uh we'd usually go to well for furniture and things we'd go to ikea do you have an american yeah yeah we do no i meant more like oh yeah josh we need to paint this room even though yeah. it's already a well, color so we have b and q um okay. not sure what the b and the q stand for but we haven't really got to that stage yet so uh we did find a, a tin of paint in the shed which you might use but i don't know <laughs> okay so she hasn't made you like paint shit unnecessarily yet not yet i think um ask me again next episode (laughs) and i'll give you a more definitive answer and also uh since this this has been going on for multiple episodes and i know he says it like friend of the shot uh friend of the show cousin josh i expect Invitation to this wedding. You now, know, I I was thinking that when not, we were on the 90, show when she was on the show, but I was like, I don't want to come off weird, but yeah, I'll fucking fly out. I'll fly out. Okay. Well, okay. well that's what I say. 
I probably won't fly out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I just the invitation just be appreciated. <laughs> I would definitely fly out if the, if y'all was like we're getting married. I would come. Well, what you could do, Chad, you show up. Matt, you appear on Zoom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bring uh, bring your family along. Oh, she, my, my wife would love to, my, my wife would love to go to. She Italy. would be she would be crying so fucking hard even on the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure thing, sure thing. But um, yeah. Well, we we really derailed ourselves there. But no, um, live your life, Josh. We're just we're just poking. We want you to be happy. Be better than us. (laughs) And that's all I'll say on the matter. Be better Mm -hmm. than us. Okay. But okay, I I transition to us to a different thing. So with the new flat, are you guys animal people? Uh you think about getting a cat or a dog or anything like that? Uh we kind of talked about it briefly. Um so when we were with Alex's parents, they had a dog who recently passed away RIP. Um it was a lot of work. Very nice dog, very cute, but um, yeah, a lot of effort. Um, I've never really been a dog person. I like cats because they're independent and and they're, they're cute. Um, but <laughs> because we live on the second floor, you couldn't. I don't think you could really have a cat because it wouldn't have easy access to outside. And I mean, if you had a dog, they'd be running around, and the people below you would be like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah." And they don't have a pet, so yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've never felt the need for animal company hmm. myself. I don't think Alex does either. You don't think? Okay. Well, yeah, I think you should um, probably see what her head, where her head's at, because you don't think? <laughs> well, no, we've, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. And uh, she's more opinionated than I am, to be honest. Hmm. I got you. So speaking of opinions, um, a lot of stuff's happening politically out there. Um when we when you guys were last on the show, um Alex is talking about Liz Truss was the oh, yeah. PM. Yeah. What's what the hell just ha- what the hell is happening over there? <laughs> I, I thought I'd, I'd bring this up just because it's quite amusing. Um uh but yeah, she as as of this episode, she's no longer the prime minister. Uh she's actually the shortest prime minister in, in our history. Yeah, and then she but she still gets like the full pension benefits for life, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, there's been pressure on her to decline it. It's like a hundred k a year, or hundred and fifty thousand a year, or something like that. Yeah, that's quite a lot of money. I'd, I'd quite, I'd quite enjoy that myself. Uh, <laughs> and that's 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 a meme I saw because you know I go to Twitter for my news, and that's what I say. Like, she like how long she was there for? Six weeks, I think, maybe less than that. Yeah, the, they was like, yeah, they gave up the days. Like she was in power for that many days but then she's entitled to this x amount of money for the rest of her life so mm, that's the meme she, i saw she's quite young by prime minister standards as well how old is like she? 40s or something i think oh yeah she got a so ways to go another 50 yeah. years of that which would translate to uh five million pounds or something i mean in the grand scheme of things it isn't really that much it's not gonna burden the rest of us but i guess as the principle no I, I get that and then it's like i don't know at the end of the day they what what is that money to her right because like i would assume like mm. she she is somewhat wealthy yeah yeah she is yeah 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 not as wealthy as the new prime minister who's uh, the new pm so it's rishi sunak 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you probably haven't heard of him yet, but I'm sure you will. He's, um, he's, I don't know how much money he has. He has a lot. He has twice as much money as the king, I think. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Where does this man's money come from? <laughs> his wife, I think. His wife's very rich. Ah, oh, that's the way to be. That <laughs> Does Alex have money? You should marry her now. She earns slightly more money. <laughs> Hey, that's uh, that's a dream. I, I wish that like my wife was rich and I can uh do my wildest dreams with no consequences. <laughs> like run for office. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, this guy's 42 years old. Yeah, he's the youngest a, in 200 years, I think. He's a handsome dude. Yeah, so um um he's also known as Dishi Sunak. Because Dishi means like attractive. Oh, 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 what a dish. <laughs> huh, so we should have had Alex on her get get the get the female opinion. She, the she's where I heard it from, actually. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um okay, so the, he's in the same party as Liz Trust, right? So like mm-hmm. there wasn't a general election, it was just internal. Yeah, so um before Trust it was Johnson who so I don't, I don't know how it works in America, but when when um, a party leader, so we have like the two main parties, for example, Labour and the Conservatives, the party leader is the leader of the party. When they come into office, they become the prime minister. So um, the leader is elected by the party members. Um, it's really confusing. Yeah, but basically um, the, the members of the party are members of the public who have paid for membership of the party. I'm not sure how much it costs, like 50 pounds or something like that. Uh, so Johnson was elected by, well, they go, okay, I'll give it a full rundown. They go through a, a series of kind of, there'll be like 10 MPs, an MP is a member for parliament. And uh, they go through rounds basically until they whittle down to two of them left. Like Street Fighter. Just like Street Fighter, yeah. Yeah, the others get killed. <laughs> no. um, uh, but they're elected by the other MPs, I think. And then when it comes down to the last two, the winner is elected by the members of the party generally. So these are the public members who are. So, for example, I could buy a membership to a party if I wanted to. Right. And run for an office. Take part in that election. Not running, not run for office, but I could elect the um, the MP oh, to become the party leader. I see. I see. Yeah. So Johnson was elected to be the party leader. And then he ran into a general election in 2019, where he was elected prime minister by the country generally, uh, uh, the ballots. Then he resigned in, God, it was this year, actually. Yeah, August or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So he, he resigned. So the, there was a, a basically the, the period it took to elect a new prime minister, which again went to the members of the Conservative Party. Was actually longer than list trust was in in premiership for so why didn't it go out to a general election when he resigned uh so when a party leader resigns it's assumed that the position will just be taken because because the party is still in office for the elected amount of time so they just replace the leader um oh i thought you guys just had like i thought peep the pms were in until somebody was mad and then called for a general election no um if if it if it were to go to a general election he wouldn't have resigned in the first place because then uh, they would be out of power basically so it's not in their interest to do that so david cameron he didn't resign 
he did resign but then um, there was a general election right because that's how you no, he, he resigned the men was elected Theresa may and then, oh, a, year and then later, they were... okay. a year later there was an election because she was trying to shore up kind of support for her party but it kind of backfired a little bit and it's really confusing <laughs> sorry for the talk about british politics listeners. i'm not done yet um, well, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You're, done. You're, you're no, done. No, no. You're done. One, one last bit was that uh, so because because of the whole um, controversy around those trusts and because it took her so long to get elected and then she resigned basically immediately. When it came to Rishi Sunak, the members didn't even get a vote. He was purely elected by uh, the MPs. Uh, so it was done in, in the space of a week. Wow. So yeah, that's the stage we're at. Just, <laughs> just shotgunning uh, prime ministers in, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, did you have any adult Halloween plans this past couple of weeks? Oh. <laughs> um, what did I do? Oh, yeah, I went to a pumpkin carving contest. Um, it was very informal. It was just to get together with some friends. Okay. Um, yeah, it was the theme was controversial pumpkin carvings. Oh no! Gosh. Right, are, are I was like, trying... okay, okay. Uh, Let's see we, where are, this goes. We trying to get canceled, my guy. <laughs> Potentially. Um, this Halloween, I dressed up as a. You know, you see those dinosaurs, inflatable air fan, walking around. Um, I got a clown that it looks like if you're looking at it. He's standing up. He's standing on his hands, walking, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Creepy. Okay, so <laughs> I just thought it was funny, right? It was just a simple costume. My son was an inflatable shark. We're gonna go out to Halloween, have a good time. These are. I shouldn't say it like this. Everybody really loved this costume, to where people were running up to me to take pictures with me, like. Every 20 steps I take, somebody else is running up and love the costume and everything else like that. So, and in Japan, um, this is through base housing. Japan or the uh, community in Japan can come on base and trick or treat or whatever, right? So then like even the Japanese people came on and it was like this whole line of people taking pictures uh, with me. And like they had the news there and everything. You was on the news. And, I mean, they recorded it. I don't have a uh, regular news, so I don't know. Like I said, I get my news from Twitter, but like I checked with the uh, my wife's parents. I was like, "Did I see me on the news or whatever?" Like they they said they haven't yet, so I don't think they probably edited me out. <laughs> I mean, you get your news from Twitter. You should have tweeted um, Elon Musk if he was on the if he was on the platform. He'll respond. Nah, I, I ain't trying to pay. I ain't trying to pay eight dollars for for a blue check. <laughs> hey man, we gotta get out. We gotta get our voices out there, all right? Right, right. Did yeah, you dress I, up, I mean, Josh? No, I didn't. Um, we were going to. We actually looked around in the shops, but nowhere had any costumes or anything like that. You gotta make that shit. I know we left it too late. Yeah, that's why you go in your closet. It's real easy to. Find some bullshit, get some fake blood. Ah, we got fake blood, but then we ended up just going to a bar, and no one else was dressed up. So if we had gone in covered in blood, it would have looked a bit weird. I see. <laughs> you guys aren't sports. <laughs> True. 
Did okay. you do anything? Um, not on the day. Um, oh, you but, went uh, to the trick or treating thing with your um your daughter. Yeah, uh, trunk or treat. But that was a couple of days before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, day of my 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 daughter has been kind of fighting a uh, cold because you know daycare is a cesspool. Mm-hmm. So yes. <laughs> so we just we were pretty low key on Halloween, but before we did trunk or treat, and uh, she was Russell from Up, and I was the old man. That was fun. I mean, she didn't know what the fuck was going on, but that was fun. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm gonna say. Like right now, she doesn't know what's going on, but soon she's going to know what's going on, and she's gonna be checking for this candy. And one thing I realized now was that like. Before, like, my son would go trick-or-treating with with us. Like, we'll go there, and he'd be checking for candy. Now he has his friends and everything to where I've noticed that he's getting less and less candy each year, but he's not really worried about the candy because it's more about getting dressed up, going out, seeing his friends, talking, blah, blah, blah. It's less about the candy as he gets older. Are you sure that he's not getting the same amount of candy but he's aware of dad tax no no i i don't eat i don't eat sweets you know that so oh, yeah you're right i'm you're not right. taking right no, i'm I not just, taking no of that. Yeah. right but it, i could tell like because every time i go through it you know make sure there's no uh fentanyl in it and uh no marijuana stuff in there <laughs> so so right. the, the treats for you right right so but yeah i could tell it's less and less but he doesn't care because it's all about being out with his friends and uh, having costumes and stuff like that. So so she's going to go right now. She don't know what's going on. Then she's going to be focused on candy, and then she's not going to care anymore. So that's what you have to look forward to. No, I was actually thinking about that, about how last year and this year we both did, like, a, we did a costume together. And there's going to be a point where she's going to not want to do that, and that's going to make me hmm. sad. Well, hmm. to make you sad? Because I like the whole all right we're, we're dressing up as something i already got plans for next year um uh when matt first moved to japan he he sent me like this pikachu onesie thingy mm-hmm. and so i'm thinking about dressing her up as a pokemon trainer and yeah. i just go as pikachu <laughs> you're going as pikachu <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i don't i don't i don't want to do another gender ban because she was russell this year i want to dress her up as one of the girl pokemon trainers uh-huh. Not Misty, well, but you know, yeah, Misty's been um very sexualized for Halloween. Well, yes, but I don't see my daughter as like a redhead. Mm, okay, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's going to come a part where, um, yeah, but then the thing is, you got to have your fun too, to where she's gonna dress up as whatever she wants to dress up as, and then you got to do your own thing yeah yeah there's plenty of times i was like i told my son i was like yeah we should do this and he's like nah dad i don't want to do that i want to do something totally different and then i'm like is there a way for me to you know connect with his stuff and it doesn't work where i'm like all right man you do you you want to be a ninja i'm about to be dorothy from wizard of oz over here it's just like something different (laughs) i thought he's gonna be like i want to be a minecraft and you're like what the fuck is that (laughs) <laughs> well no he says some stuff like that sort of roblox things and i'm like i don't know what that is right right yeah i'm old hey man but i i be learning the languages i be learning what no cap is um 
They What's say the bro a lot. No What's cap that? means I I ain't lying. No lie. Or cap cap means you lying. Where where does this come from? The youth. You're you're out of touch, man. I know. I'm, yeah, you... I'm sixty, so have an excuse. <laughs> and then glizzy means hot dog. It's all what? this stuff I gotta figure hey, out. Glizzy. glizzy. I've never if heard you, that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, glizzy. Yeah, glizzy means hot dog. Why do we need a euphemism for something which is already a euphemism? <laughs> exactly. I don't know, but like what I heard, like, oh, makes no sense. <laughs> yes, because so, honestly, it was on like Sports Center or something to where there was a guy who was eating like a long hot dog, and they was like, "Oh, he's eating the glizzy," and I was like, "Glizzy," and then like I read the comments, and it was talking about like giz- <laughs> glizzy gobbler and all this other stuff, and I was like, "Hold up." Urban Dictionary. What is a glizzy? And then I was able to educate myself to what a glizzy was. Oh man! At, at some point, Urban Dictionary is going to be out of touch. That probably mm-hmm. is something already new and trendier out. Probably, but they keep me up to date on whatever these terms are these kids are using. So I appreciate it. <laughs> so Matt, have you seen the movie V for Vendetta? years ago i've only seen it once so you remember like the dude in the mask and all that shit and you know yeah blowing up shit yeah must yeah with the mustache and everything yes yes yeah so apparently british people actually have a holiday around that guy really yeah he's a hero oh no (laughs) no he's not hero (laughs) he's um so in uh, was it 1604, 1605, um, Guy Fawkes, who is the man whose mask you've seen, they also use his mask in um, that hacking group. Mr. Robot. Oh, 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 maybe Mr. I haven't seen Mr. Robot, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he and I think twelve other people they try to blow up Parliament um for reasons i can't quite remember so they were catholics and parliament was protestant um something like that it was, so they tried the, to blow it, up. it was the gun barrel conspiracy or something like that. yeah the gunpowder plot yes so they tried to blow it up they failed um he was hung drawn and courted it's a very gruesome method of execution and uh, every year on the 5th of november People across the country, usually in parks, they make a big bonfire. They get an effigy of Guy Fawkes. They put him on the bonfire. They set fire to it. There's fireworks. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not really sure what the how this tradition kind of grew up, but yeah, it's just something we do every year. So that feels kind of fucked up. Like the way <laughs> that you remember this is that the person that that the terrorist that almost committed a crime. You reburn him at the stake every year. What the fuck kind yeah. of shit is that? That's like <laughs> sounding like some Salem witch stuff, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you don't really think about it too much. You just you just do it. You don't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you just, fair. We don't. You just you just you just accept it. All right. <laughs> don't ask questions. <laughs> don't ask questions. Um, so you're gonna burn some shit tonight? Uh, pro- I'm probably just gonna watch the fireworks. To be honest. I uh, don't really have any plans. I think that there are lots of bonfire night events going around, but apparently tickets sold out a while ago. So, um, just... so like if this ha- if this took place like during the week, do you guys get like a day off, or is it just no, no? Nah. It's okay. just 
it usually happens at night anyway yeah, it's it's, it's not anything more than a than a bonfire it's not like people like celebrate particularly i got you, uh-huh. I got you. so what have you been up to matt i've been up with kids kid one singular to where he's into so much stuff uh we just finished up baseball season and now he's into football season now um so but what they do now is um he's into flag football since they don't have um the base that i'm on they, they don't have like a football team or whatever like for tackle football so what they're doing is uh they do flag football so He's been having practices uh, for the last couple of weeks. And then today he had a double header. He had two games. So, you know, baseball he had uh, before. I don't really do baseball. So, like, trying to teach him stuff. I know the basics, but I'm not a baseball fan. I leave that up to his mother. But now football, I'm all in. And plus, you know, I played catch with him throughout the years. I'm like, this is my ready. This is this is my um my dad moment. Like, for example, Chad, for you, if like your daughter was like, Daddy, I want some Legos and I want to put it together with you, that you know, you have your heart emojis in your eyes, and you like, yes, this is what I want. This yes. is my moment. Also, funny enough, she's about to start toddler basketball. <laughs> Are you a basketball person? Ish. By the time this post, <laughs> she would have um, already started. Mm. So he practiced and everything. He's a wide receiver. First game, no catches, but, you know, he's doing a thing. Ball never came their way. They win. They win by a lot. So the team is all excited. You know, it's only like 20 minutes before the next game. Next game come. They're like, oh, they, they got that adrenaline. We just won this game. We about to watch this other team. We better than this team. First out, other team score a touchdown. And they're like, oh. Then we can't get nothing on offense. Turn the ball over. Next team score. they like, oh. Long story short, we getting, we getting worked the second yeah. game. So then, like, second half, the coach is like, hey, we don't want to get skunked. We need to score a touchdown. That's all we care about. Even though we're still going to lose, we just don't want to get skunked, all right? They drew up this play. It's like a minute left, fourth quarter, no timeouts out. Everything that a true competitor wants to see. They come up with this play. They do it. My son runs out. He's butt naked open, meaning ain't nobody around him. It's just what my son What are these expressions there. you're using? These are sports. These are sports words. He butt naked open. Ain't nobody around him. Okay. They throw it. My son like, and I'm like, oh my god, he dropped it. <laughs> um, he dropped that, it. Didn't that shit happen like in Peanuts or something? Like Charlie Brown fucked up a play. Probably, but yeah, his peanut ass was doing the exact same thing. So he <laughs> dropped it, and I'm just like, I'm on the sidelines, <clears throat> like, because you know I'm a part-time coach you know i'm jumping in when i can't wait, wait this nature. is this is new news oh yeah i i can well they have a coach but you know you know it's a lot of kids so i jump in when i can here and there okay but i was like i'm very competitive so when he's coming back from the, uh, uh we lost we had our ass whooped <laughs> that yeah so then i'm like oh no good game good game i was like uh not trying matthew or whatever i'm telling my son this but then my man 
this is like the his Al Bundy, his Rudy moment that he can say for years to where when a team was down and everything else like that, I came through with the clutch catch and go. Now nah, he fumbled the ball. But also, this is only the first week, so maybe he can get better. I'm going to be practicing him with catches and things like that. But that was going to be my moment. That was going to be like, my son did it. But he didn't. Does he, does he listen to this podcast? No, not at all. Oh, That's why I can, talk, I, I, I can talk as much shit as I can. Unless, depending on how long we do this, you know, when he gets older, he might listen to it and he can see mm-hmm. my feelings. But no, I, I, I let him know. Like, I speak truth to my son where I'm like, he always be like, Dad, how how was it? I'm like, well, you did good at this. But I'm like, you should have caught that. I'm like, we go through catching. How many times we play catch together, short, diamond-wise, catch it like this? And so he knows, though. Like, but, I feel like since episode one, you've been talking shit about your son. <laughs> well, you know the reason why, though. Why, why haven't I been talking shit to my, about my son, Chad? I know. I know. Because he won't challenge me for this throw. So <laughs> I know this day is going to happen. I know this day is going to happen. This is why you don't have sons, okay? All they want to do is just, you know, puff their chests up and show you that they're better than you. And, you know, they're going to fucking kill you, like Lion King style. Speaking of Lion King, you want to show him about that video you showed me? Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> don't make me laugh, Matt. You know I'm sick. Um, so I saw a um, Instagram reel or whatever that was basically saying, um, you know, in Lion King, Mufasa got trampled by the um, stampede, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there, we never see the body. And so it's assumed that the hyenas ate the lion, uh, ate Mufasa, but hyenas don't eat lions. Do you know what animal eats lions, Josh? Um, are the lions? Correct. Huh. And there's a scene later on um, when we go back to the Pride Lands when um, Scar is in charge where he's playing with a skull, like doing getting yeah. his Hamlet on. And the speculation is that's Mufasa's skull. Um, that's dark. Yes. Yes. It's something yes. that you didn't notice until somebody points it out to you. You're like, oh, now shit. I, now I can't unsee this. Right. What about yeah. the, uh, have you seen the new Lion King? Yeah, I saw that piece of shit. Is it, <laughs> is it the same in, in that film? You see his body? I don't even fucking remember. Like, I saw it like opening weekend in the movie theater and I was just disturbed (laughs) see I I never seen it because of much as people like complain about it so I never went back and saw it it's basically like a nature documentary (laughs) (laughs) because it's like (laughs) live action with CG animals what yeah I I never want to watch another live action animal film after seeing cats I mean, that's they they um that, that's on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> but I am interested in what they're trying to do with this live action Hercules. They said it's going to be TikTok inspired. What? And so I don't even don't, know what that means. TikTok inspired. TikTok-inspired. We don't know what that means, but that just intrigues me because I remember the reason I joined TikTok was I somebody shared it like on Instagram or something where this um, 
this singer um he sometimes does like um if classic song from my youth had another verse on it so like he did one uh my favorite song on the hercules soundtrack is um won't say i'm in love you know when meg is singing it and he did like a rap verse to it and i was like oh this shit goes hard and so like from that moment i joined um tiktok to follow him and it's just spiraled from there. So I'm like, you know, if they actually going to bring some TikTokers in here and like we get that third rap, if we get that rap verse on Won't Say I'm In Love, I'm here for it. See, I, I'm not a TikToker. So when I was like TikTok, I was like, what? There's going to be more dances in Hercules? I don't, I don't know what they really do on TikTok. I mean, it's it's based. I mean, most TikToks are just the reels on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know my, my parents love TikTok. My parents, they, like, they send me multiple TikToks. And I know my mother's listening. I know you see how I don't be reading them, but I be looking at them. I don't be responding back to them, but I be looking at them. They, they love TikTok. It's some good stuff. It's a lot of good stuff on TikTok. A lot of bad <laughs> stuff on TikTok. But it's a lot of good stuff on TikTok. Yeah. But speaking of TikTok, um, I know with... Um, Twitter now and Twitter's new ownership. And I've seen, I read on some stuff that, you know, multiple people are leaving celebrities and things like that or leaving TikTok. And I read an article Twitter. where it was like, leaving Twitter. I mean, yeah. So, sorry, sorry, leaving Twitter where time, time is now for somebody to create a new social media thing. Cause what I read was, did you know that Facebook has more uh, was act basically activity than Twitter? Yeah, I would have thought. I thought I would thought Twitter had more, but no, Facebook has more. Okay, well, okay, you stop and think about who's on who's on each platform, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Facebook, right? Facebook was a lot of our either it was MySpace or Facebook was a lot of our first social medias, right? Mm-hmm. and so it got popular and then eventually your parents and your grandparents and all that shit got on facebook they aren't uh-huh. leaving a lot of a lot of your parent, my mom she's not leaving facebook she's not going to twitter she's not going to instagram so like younger people they'll splinter off yeah, to man. these other social media platforms but you still have these older folks on facebook right so okay. that's why yeah, facebook right. is so big and like also I feel like it's really hard to make a new social media platform because it's like, why should I download another app? Yeah, I think all the niches have been taken at this point. Also, Facebook has that the advantage of being an explicitly social, um, yeah, emphasizing the social part of the social media aspect. I have it. I don't have Twitter because for me, Facebook is useful in getting for getting in touch with people, yeah. whereas Twitter uh-huh. probably isn't. Well, they all have their own like uses. Like I use Twitter just to be like, if something's happening like right now, like when Comic-Con was happening, I was on Twitter because I wanted the news instantly. And like, I feel like uh-huh. that's the best place to get like live, like information as it's happening. Oh, as opposed to any other platform. So do you guys watch the actual news on TV? Um, not yeah. anymore. I used to watch it in the mornings, um, but not anymore. Right, because I'm like, 
I never watch the news, whether I have a weather app or I just stick my hand outside. But anything else, like like you said, whenever I find out something, I go to Twitter, Instagram, or something like that to figure out what's going on with the world. Yeah. But um, basically what I was saying was the article was saying that how with people leaving um people claiming they lit they're leaving twitter where now will be a time for a a new one to come up and like you said you're not going to get the older generations who stuck in their uh facebook thing but if you can get one that i guess is hidden for people then that could be the new if you're going to create one now was the time to create one for people to get on is what basically what they're saying Right, but the thing is, like, you have to, like, target young people, uh-huh. and, like, it needs to go upward, because, like, if you're over here targeting, like, me and you, Matt, because Josh is a little younger, but, like, you're targeting something for me and you, I'm I'm probably not going to get on a new platform unless that shit's really jumping off, because the younger people are on it. Right, and also, it's younger people and certain people, like... If you follow podcast friend The Rock, if you follow the podcast friend The Rock and he was on this new app and he was like, yeah, I'm on this app, then I maybe I'll hop on it to see what he talking about like this and then content, whatever. But, so it all but, depends but on who you follow. Is, the problem with celebrities is like they'll post the same shit on all their platforms. So it's That's like... I well, I'm saying like, for, for example... Instagram. Right. But uh, yeah, if The Rock was like, all right, I'm about to uh, get off these other apps and all my content is going to be on this app, this new app I'm going over here, then if you, you want to see content from this person, then they're going to go over there. So like you said, it's either got to be young generation or you got to get peop- something that get a celebrity or whoever, somebody famous who people will follow wherever they go. I, I all these folks are talking all this stuff about like wanting to leave Twitter and like Elon Musk is the devil and all this shit. And it's like, first of all, if you didn't know Elon Musk was a piece of shit before now, then you really should like be more informed. Um, if you didn't know like where his money comes from, you should really be more informed. And it's like, no, people are gonna him and haw. But they're not fucking going anywhere. They're gonna they're they're either going to like very few of these people are actually going to leave Twitter. And right. It's it's like the yeah. it's 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 the thing that they do for attention where it's like if you were going to leave Twitter, you would just leave Twitter. You wouldn't be like, hey guys, I'm leaving Twitter on your Twitter. Because you just right, because you're just doing that for attention. Right. Did you right. guys know anyone who said they were going to move to Canada when Trump became president? A lot of, um, we know a lot of, a fair amount of people that said some shit like that. Did they actually go there? No. No, exactly. No, yeah. I don't think no. there's going to be a mass exodus. Um, well, at least I can say that what, like, I went to Japan. <laughs> what, like three years, three years into Trump? Right, yeah, I was like, this is enough for me. I'm done. I'm going to the path. But no, it had nothing to do with him. <laughs> no, so I don't know. A lot of people don't stand on their words. 
Um, and yeah, like I said before, I, I don't I don't think you could just have another platform which is identical to Twitter. It would have to be something different, and that fulfills uh, some kind of I don't know criteria that isn't fulfilled by any other platform at this point. Right, and so it's like I don't know. I hate to, I hate to say like what more can you do because like couple years ago we didn't have tiktok right and we just thought mm. like oh yeah we, we're clicking we're firing at all cylinders here and then tiktok came on so all like no here you go so yeah, right. there is something out there that you know will be the next hot thing but i don't think it's going to be a twitter uh, replacement no right yeah because we had v- vine was here for a while that's gone because they well, yeah. basically well, they, it was ahead of its time. Right. Yeah. But they're yeah, trying Vine, to bring it back. Now, you can't bring something like that back because we already got stuff that already does exactly what Vine does. But that's the thing, though. Like, you had Vine, it went away, and then TikTok came on the scene, and then Instagram Reels, they, they're mm-hmm. replicating it. The thing on Facebook with their videos, uh, YouTube Shorts. Like everybody's right. just replicating each other. Mm-hmm. Like remember, um, basically remember when um, Snapchat first came out, and like you know you put your shit up there and it's up there for so long. Now we have Instagram stories, Facebook stories, um, we even have TikTok stories. So everybody's right. just copying what everybody else is doing. Or um, right. during the pandemic, that that app where you could like talk to people. Do you remember? Do you remember that, guys? Uh, it was it was an app it it was a it was like do you know what a party line is josh a party line yeah no it may have been called something different in the uk oh yeah that rings a bell that was marketed as the next big thing and i said it's not going to be the next big thing and then it wasn't the next big thing (laughs) right i mean it, it served its purpose during the pandemic basically you would log into the app and it's like um basically it's a party line so party line is you'll call this number and it's just like a big conference call yeah people can just talk and say whatever Mm. and there was okay i know something about now and there was an app during the pandemic that was really popular and eventually twitter they replicated that but it was like too late like Mm -hmm. people didn't fucking care anymore because people were going back outside and shit so like a lot of things have their time and place was it called Clubhouse? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's what it was, yes. See, everyone's forgotten now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> every, every now and again, I'll see, like, so-and-so is doing, like, a, a, a whatever the fuck on Twitter, like, whatever their replication is of it. And I'm like, I don't want to hear somebody talk. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, this time, sometimes, there's times where I get invited into this stuff I'm like, why am I in this? And it's just be somebody having a group conversation. Right. I mean, that was fine when we were stuck in our houses. So um, I've been watching a couple shows, guys. Um, so I binged The White Lotus, the first season. Have you guys heard of the show? I've seen that episode. It's on, it's, excuse me, it's on HBO. And the first season came out last um, last summer, I believe. And the White Lotus is basically there's a resort in Hawaii, and it follows like it's like three parties. 
So like the first party is a woman. She's there to like spread her mother's ashes. The second party is a newlywed couple uh, on their honeymoon. And then the third party is a family plus the daughter's best friend. And it follows these three parties plus a few of the employees. And I feel like the... The, the show's doing a couple things like it's a the show's a commentary you you good man oh this shit's fucking up or is he leaving what's going on uh, you okay no my headphones died you gotta stay wired up man right but uh keep keep talking keep talking <laughs> I'm gonna look so naked without the headphones. He does. He does. <laughs> but naked. <laughs> <laughs> but as naked. But as wide open. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh. So the show is like a commentary on like um wealth and inequality. Um. The first episode was really good because like it leaned more so on the staff than the families. And so, like, I've never worked in hospitality, but you just get the impression that it's a really shitty job. Mm -hmm. Um, But as the show went on, you spent more time with the families. And so you got to know them more. And so I'm not saying you care less about the um, the staff, but you understood the guests a little bit more to where you weren't thinking about how shitty they are to the staff even though they are kind of shitty to the staff. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It's six episodes. Um, it takes you through some stuff. It takes you through some stuff. Because like um, in like the first couple of minutes of the first episode, it establishes that somebody died on the re- at the resort. And you're trying to see who this person is. And when you see who the person is, is that died and how they died is is really fucked up and it really could have been avoided but you know um excess and rich people just wanted to do whatever the fuck they want to do and it just things got a little bit out of hand sounds um sounds very sobering um is it going to be a season two yes so it's going to be an anthology series season two is airing right now with um one of Matt and my favorite people in this world Aubrey Plaza she's in oh, season two I so each season has a different um cast and also it will be in a new location so season mm-hmm. one was in Hawaii and I believe season two is in Spain I think okay that's just how but it shows speaking, but speaking of Aubrey you want to bring up the news about Aubrey? Oh yeah, she's gonna be in um, Agatha Coven of Chaos. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's a witch. Yeah, Mo- well, most likely we don't know. <laughs> okay, so that that might be good. Um, yeah, because you saw that movie um, Matt saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, Emily the Criminal. Yes. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, I still need to see that. I mean, okay, yeah, no, Emily Criminal was good. The other one with, um, was that a girl we like uh, for Community? I know we we but we I ended up saying that. Remember, it was some bullshit. Yeah, that was bullshit. But Emily the Criminal was good. I liked her in that one. Yeah, yeah. Spin me round. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Not good. <laughs> nah. 
And then um, I also finished Bad Sisters on Apple TV Plus. And um, I think, yeah, on that Amy episode, we mentioned it. And overall, the show's good, but um, it's 10 episodes long. And, um, you know, on um, Pinky and the Brain, uh, when Pinky asks the brain, what are we going to do this week? And he says the same thing we do every night, Pinky, try to take over the world. Take over the world. The show. Hey, Josh, do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, I used to watch it when I was in. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, real surprise by that one. <laughs> uh, the show felt repetitive because it was like nine episodes of failed attempts on this man's life mm-hmm. until they finally killed him. And it's just like, after like the fifth episode of this shit, I'm like, just fucking kill him, please. Like, <laughs> just stop, dra- stop dragging this out. Right. So, but yeah, but I, I really liked how it, it um, resolved itself. And funny enough, so the guy that they're trying to kill in Bad Sisters, um, he played Dracula in a um, on a BBC miniseries like back oh, yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Um, and so on the outline, I wrote Dracula with an iPad because um, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about like spooky shit that they're watching um, this year for Halloween time and they mentioned they called this show Dracula with an iPad because like um it's three parts so parts one and two are set like in the 1600s or whatever and then part three is in modern day and parts mm-hmm. one and two of this Dracula show are like fucking amazing it's like it's, it's got it's, it's creepy like I don't know what it is about it but like uh British people can do some Victorian horror like a motherfucker like some of the best episodes of Doctor Who are like during that time period. But like for some fucking reason, the last episode was in modern day and the show fucking tanked. Uh, did you have you seen it, Josh? No, no, but I, I think I would have the same reaction. Um yeah. I don't know. It's just like a lot of this shit I can forgive, but when motherfuckers got cell phones and shit and like iPads, this motherfucker had an iPad doing his evil evil deeds and shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like um, what we do in shadows, something like that. <laughs> I didn't care for the movie, but the TV show is really good. Yeah, yeah, I think the show is better, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. But uh, like the the show just lost all believability once they got into the modern day. I don't, yeah, I don't like time skipping. Um, especially yeah especially modern day yeah i don't know it's just like certain horror things just don't feel right when like it's that it's now right so that the show kind of fell apart at that point but i I highly recommend the first two parts just like watch parts one and two and then um some stuff happens like one once dracula goes into the water in episode two turn it off just turn it off. Okay. You don't need to know what happens after that, all right? <laughs> J- just assume he died. You're right. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is, um, so God of War Ragnarok just came out. And so that made me feel nostalgic because I got the last God of War on PlayStation 4 for my birthday like four or five years ago. And I never finished it. And so, yes, man? No, I'm saying friend of the show Laurent uh let me get his uh the last God of War I didn't finish it either <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it it was just a lot right 
right and that's what it is it wasn't bad but it's just like the same reason i feel about um what's that you give me um oh uh, cyberpunk cyberpunk it's not a bad game it's just a lot to do in it Mm -hmm. to where it's like all the stuff so it's like i don't have time for to sit through to do all these other stuff like that to it all the stuff like that yeah so it's just a lot yeah so i've tried to come back to it from time to time over the years and it's just like i'm in a part where i'm like i don't remember how the controls go i don't even know if i'm in the right part these monsters keep killing me so fuck this you didn't you didn't lower the level no (laughs) and so i was like okay i um i would like to play ragnarok so I'm on the um, hold list for the game from the library of number 15. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to beat, I'm going to beat the, the the last game. So I started a new save and I played it and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this and this is not too bad. And so um, I got like maybe two or three hours into it. And I'm like, I remember a lot more stuff happening between where I'm at and where I need to be. So I'm like, let me go back to that last save. So I went to it and it said that I last played August 4th, 2019. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so I loaded it up and I'm playing. I am I got past the part I was stuck at. And I remember how the <laughs> controls work now. So we'll see how this goes. Now. Right. But I looked at a guide and I was like, okay, my current objective is to do this. And so I looked at a guide to see where that links up with the story. I'm not even halfway done with this game. So let me ask you a question. So when you play like an open world game like this, GTA or anything like that, do you just automatically like start playing without looking online or for anything? Or do you look online ahead of time to figure out like, oh, I when I get to this mission, I need to collect this or something like that. Or do you just go through and then if you didn't collect it, you just get on the back end? Normally, I just go through and whatever the fuck. But I looked at a guide to see how much more game is left. Okay. How about you, Josh? Yeah, I, I never look things up because I feel like I'm cheating if I do. I, I recently played Elden Ring. Have you played Elden Ring? So, I've not uh, my kind I've of heard game. good things about it. I got right to the end and I just couldn't do it. I was just, uh, um, actually, no, no, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't, I looked at one thing, which was like how to find this particular item of which I already had like 10, but I needed one more in order to do something. Um, that was the only thing I looked up, but I just felt rotten after that. I was like, I've, I've, I've cheated myself. Uh, right. Yeah, Cause I did the whole rest of the game without looking anything up. I'm at a point now as a gamer where like I just really want to experience the story like when I was your age I genuinely cared about multiplayer and so like mm. let's go but now like it's it's single player and you know what? I would play a, a game on easy if I could just get through this shit right mm. like if um I think I sent you a meme about this Matt where it was like let's have let's bring back God mode I just want to get to the end of this I want to right. feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> I don't need to play this at the hardest level. I just want to be able to get past these bosses and let's let's experience the story. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it's understandable. 
I understand you want to have difficulties in this and stuff like that, but you still want to. Um, I don't want to have to like die like three, four times to get through this. It's supposed to be an enjoyable experience for me right. to play this. You can save yourself some money there. Usually on YouTube, you can find people who've they've got the whole campaign. Yes, yeah, we this, know, but we, we still want to clickety clack. Okay. Also, did you know I read the other day that when you play on a original Nintendo, original Mario, when you like say if you get to world five or whatever, you die. It starts from the beginning, right? Okay. Mm. No, it does not. Once you die on original Mario, if you press certain buttons, you will start back from that level. Interesting. It's interesting, like, the things we learn about these games, like, 30 fucking years after they come out. Mm. Right. Exactly. Uh, I'll send, I send you guys a screenshot of the thing. I, I want to take a picture because I have the Nintendo Classic, and I'm like, I want to see if this is actually true or not. But, you know, you can't believe everything that you see on the Internet. Because um, I saw a video the other day about... Um, original pokemon where um it was talking about how capturing pokemon is broken on the game where um you know is is always been ingrained into us lower their health as low as you can and then throw the pokeball but on the original one the stats are broken so like the pokemon could be at 100% health but as long as it's sleep you have a higher chance of catching it than if the health was at 1% Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. And also, it said that Great Balls are have the highest percentage of capture rate, not Ultra Balls. Ultra Balls? Really? Yes, yeah. in the uh, in the original, red and blue. Because like, See, it said, they, like they a, lot of this, a lot of the stuff is broken. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. Craziness. Uh, but let's get to the review. We've been mummering for a bit uh this week we discuss the dry luke drove to his house at 4 30 killed his family and headed here to kill himself you're convinced he did it what do you think it's all over town that you're reopening the investigation who's here it's the pigs you of all people should be minding their own business boy what are you doing back in our town boy so you've heard some stories about me. I've heard some. You got a personal history with the girl who died in a river 20 years ago. Here's a connection between the two deaths. Where were you that afternoon? Why would I lie? Because Luke asked you to. I need a suspect. Put them under enough pressure and they just crumble. This has got nothing to do with me. You don't know me! Josh... How would you describe this movie without looking at the description, just going off your memory of what you saw? Tell us what this movie's about. Um, I'm probably the least qualified to to say that because I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was were really that, were, were the accents a bit much for you? No, no, I'm I'm fine with the accents. I mean, they're not too different from British accents, really, are they? But um, okay, so let me. All right, so there's a there's a chap. There's a policeman. There's a chap. I yeah. love it. And he um his he's a federal policeman. Yeah, he's a federal policeman. Wait, no, I'm skipping ahead. Right. First scene. 
you you have you see see the Australian out Josh, Josh, Josh. If somebody was like, oh <laughs> hey, what was the last movie you saw? The dry. What is that about? Yeah, so first scene. Elevator pitch. <laughs> Elevator pitch. Let's go. All right. It's about a guy who has to investigate the murder of three three people. Uh, basically a family. Um, and his investigation into this murder uh, converges with uh, flashbacks to a death potential murder that happened when he was a kid. And it's just about him trying to figure, figure out the murder, really. Or if it's a murder, murder in the first place. Is Matt, that right? Matt, what's your description? A guy comes back into town to... Um, visit a funeral that he was friends with when he was kids and then situation happened now he's into looking to a murder suicide that may or may not be a murder suicide okay um imdb says aaron falk returns to his drought wait wait, wait wait stop right there stop right there <clears throat> yeah how would you describe this movie without looking <laughs> at that line uh excuse me a guy returns to his hometown to attend the funeral of an old friend who committed a murder-suicide. But his parents don't think that it was a murder-suicide, and they encourage him to look deeper into it because they know he had lied when he was a teenager about um, a similar instance when he was a kid. Mm, that sounds a lot better than what I said. <laughs> yeah, <good> <laughs> uh, so IMDb says Aaron Falk returns to his drought-stricken hometown to attend a tragic funeral, but his return opens a decades-old wound, the unsolved death of a teenage girl. Matt, what did you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Um, honestly, like afterwards, I was like, I really enjoyed Eric Bana. To yes. where I was like, hold up, I've seen him in stuff, but what have I seen him in? And then like I looked it up and I'm like, the only thing I've ever seen him in was the Hulk. But I'm like, I like Eric Bana. I like him too. I, right. I really like Eric Bana. I wish I could see him in more shit. Um, I like the way that they I liked everything how it played out to where they you know, they kept going back to where the childhood to where because it makes it seem like it's one thing is it they gather more information. It's another thing. And then once they get one here, then they like, oh, no, it's not that. I like the switcheroos. I like the because you honestly. You do not know the full picture to the last two minutes of the movie. Yeah, so. I really enjoyed that. Uh, for me personally, it wasn't one of those things like, oh yeah, I know it was this person exactly, and it happened at the end. But like, for some reason, like I just really enjoyed. I don't know if it's Eric Bana the actor, or I just really liked his persona in this to where like. He was in command even when he wasn't in command. Like, not command. No. Yeah, he was in command of the screen. There we go. Like, he was on his shit the whole time. And I really enjoyed this movie to where I, it is a, when you say a thriller movie, 
this is a thriller movie to me where I did not know to like to the end of the movie. And I was like, when whenever they um said the answer, I was like, ah, oh, damn, that's right. And then it was nothing where I knew ahead of time. I was like, hm, it's this person automatically, and it was right. that person. Like I didn't know till they dropped it. And I was like, fuck, yeah, you're right. It is that person. Uh, Josh. Yeah, um, I I shared that that similar feeling of not knowing what was going on, but that lasted for the whole film for me. <laughs> I, I'm really bad with like um, murder or, you know, crime films because um, I feel like if you miss like a particular line or something, then you're just kind of mm. disoriented for the rest of it. And I'm I'm especially prone to that because I have a really wavering attention span. Do you um, play with your phone while you watch stuff? I did last night. <laughs> That's what you watch like, the movie. I was ordering a takeaway and it was a huge it was a it took ages and there was a lot of phone calls and back and forth. So um so yeah, uh but apart from my confusion, uh, I enjoyed it. I um it it was it was quite evocative. I liked uh you know the setting played into it quite a lot. It reminded me a bit of uh, I don't know if you've seen it, there's a film from the 70s called Wake and Fright. Mm-mm. it's quite an obscure film that's uh set in australia it's about these like drunkards who just go around shooting kangaroos and stuff um it's um it's actually kind of kind of a bad film but uh you get a real sense of place which i thought was quite interesting oh, our, our boy donald pleasant is in this movie from um halloween matt oh, okay the uh was it professor loomis or whatever the second one? No, Loomis. He was in all of them. Oh, okay. Loomis is in. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um as I'm watching it, I'm like, we don't really um talk about like adult movies that often. And do you know what I mean when I say adult? No, what do you mean? Like, this isn't like a superhero movie, right? Like, this is like, this isn't like some sort of, um, this isn't like a knives out, like, star studded, it's not the word I'm looking for, but like, um, flashy okay, uh, movie. Right. This is like a down to earth, this could actually happen type situation where it's right. like, there's, there's no special effects, there's no yeah. like, uh samuel jackson in this this is a this is real aside from eric banna like this is all on the backs of the acting and everybody is firing and everybody is firing on all cylinders right right and it's just like you're right like if you miss one little side piece of dialogue it's not going to make sense right and it's just like it's all about the performances, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, it doesn't surprise me that this movie is based off a book, because it yeah. does have that vibe to it. Right, and, it does, um, yeah. I feel like uh, in the book, there probably would have been more clues as to um, that lead up to the person that did the crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I thought. I think, like, when they mentioned names and things, like I struggle to put like a face to a name yeah. quite often, which you don't really have with a book because they mention it quite often. Yeah. But no, like this was this was really enjoyable. Like I really liked this movie. Like I gave it a four and a half. Like it was it was really good. Um, I like a good mystery. Like like I said, the acting was solid. Um, 
you know, I, I hate this term so much, but I'm going to use it. Like the town felt like a character. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I think like, and like you said, like it played off perfectly for this because when you have this Usher stuff, like the whole dry town and everything, and then the end towards the end where he was going to set himself on fire. It wasn't the fact that he did all the shit and he's going to set himself on fire. It was the fact that if you set yourself on fire, all this other shit is going to You're going to destroy fire. the whole town. Right. So I like how it, it encompassed everything that's been going on right. to where like they laid all this groundwork at the beginning. It affects the end. I really enjoyed that part, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? 90%. And if it's not, y'all crazy out here. Um, 85. So, Matt, you're you're way off, sir. God damn. Uh, the tomato meter is 91%. Uh, okay. <laughs> See? It's a, honestly, like, even if you haven't watched it, I'm telling you, like, that, that, like a- we are, like we're really we're being very intentional. Like, see this movie. Like, if you right, got no, this, it's if just, you got it's this great. far, yes. Yeah. If you got it's this far, fun. see the movie. <laughs> right. Um, with an 89 percent audience score. Mm. All right. So, um, we haven't played this game since the Power Rangers versus Power Rangers episode. Uh, this week we play Who is Faking Their Accents. Of the following actors, who is not Australian? Eric Bana, he was he played the lead, Falk. Guinevere O'Reilly, she played Gretchen. Kerr O'Donnell, he played the cop. Or John Polson, he played the school official. Uh, Josh, you go first. Yeah, I think Guinevere is uh, Anglo-Irish. So I'm going to go with her. I was going to go with the cop, but he seemed very confident. So he, I... he his name is O'Donnell. But think of all the Irish immigrants who moved to Australia in the 19th century. Yeah, see, here's see? the thing. We don't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> right. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, Josh is very confident. So I'm like, man, I need to go with, all right, just to play the odds, I'm going to go with the cop. Right. So Josh is right. She is right. <laughs> uh, so the um the cop he is Irish also, but he is Australian. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Josh is very confident in his answer. He had he had history details on his side. <laughs> so I I really liked her character, and I was like, I really like how she looks like somebody who like stayed in this town too long. Mm. That's the, that's another thing, like. I, I never want to say, I, I know I've said this before, but in a different episode, but like, I don't want to say ugly. Ugly is not the word, right word, but it's like, I like when the characters look the part. Yeah, they the don't look like an actor. Right. There we go. You're not acting like, oh, I'm in this part of town. They look like they actually look like they grew up in this area yes, or whatever yes, like that. Yeah. But I really did enjoy when she, when he accused her of oh, the yeah, thing. Yeah. And she was like, get out. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, yes. Yeah, because it's like he kept pushing it. And it's like, right. it's like, just to kind of give context, like they were about to have sex. And then right. like she got a phone call about her kid. And he's like, wait a minute, this might be a clue. I'm going to push this. And I'm like, 
there was a point where you still could have saved the night, but he kept going. Right. Because she, she was like, so wait, um, she's like, I got to ask. And she was like, well, just ask it. And then he was like, I was like, ah, oh, my brother, what are you doing, man? This is like, been a morning after question. Right. He's like, she answered the question. Stop pushing. Right. Stop pushing. Right. Um, but funny enough, I know you aren't watching it, Matt. Um, 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 uh, Josh, are you watching Andor? No, no. So she is uh, a very big character on Andor. And I was I was looking at her, and she looks vaguely familiar. And then I looked her up, and I was like, oh, shit, you're making that big Disney money right now. Good for her. But, uh, yeah. All right, so a couple of bits of trivia. Uh, principal photography began March of 2019 in Australia. The film made $3.5 million Australian dollars during its opening weekend, uh, making it the highest grossing Australian film um, opening weekend ever. And the best debut for an Australian made feature at the country's box office from an independent studio. And lastly, a sequel based on the follow-up book called Force of Nature is in pre-production. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I mean, now, like, honestly, it got me checking for Eric Banner. I need to see other stuff in there. He, like, he acted his ass off in there where yeah. I respect that. And I want to see some more of him. One of my favorite movies he's in is a movie called Munich. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. And, like, that movie is so fucking good, dude. Like, I'm, I looked up his um stuff. Why, why isn't he in more stuff? The problem is, like, you know how, like, a lot of actors, like, look at Colin, somebody like Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is talented as fuck, but they brought mm-hmm. him in as a leading man, and the stuff that he was in didn't really work out. So, a lot of his smaller stuff, he's really good in, but the bigger stuff, they don't really utilize all his talents. And so, we don't see him in our shit. Because I went through his IMDb or his history, Eric Bana, and I'm like 90% of the stuff I haven't seen and the stuff I did see, he was a voice actor, like Chippendale Rescue Rangers, okay? But I'm like, going off of this, I'm like, he should be in some shit, though. No, he's a really good actor. It's just picking the wrong American projects. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. At the end of the day, yes, definitely watch this movie. Yes. Um, you want to plug anything before we get out of here, Josh? Uh, I don't think so. Although, um, Alex did want to plug something last time, but I don't think she got the opportunity to. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she has an Instagram page. Oh. Or should I say a Bookstagram page? You heard of oh. Bookstagram? It's okay. just Instagram for books, but it's on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, anyway. Um, if you like books, um, then you should definitely give it a follow. Okay. As I do. Yes. Um, it's called Cozy Readers, spelled exactly as you imagine it would be. And, so you know, so if, if I imagine it with an I, that would be correct? With an I? Uh-huh. No, you wouldn't. You'd be then, wrong. then it's not how I imagine it, Josh. <laughs> yeah. All right. If All right not, spell, spell, spell out for us, illiterate, illiterate people. <laughs> C O S Y R E A D E R S. Is that right? 
Yeah, I don't know. But put it in the chat and we will put it in the show notes. There you go. It's always a pleasure, Josh, on your seventh appearance, not your sixth. Mm -hmm. Same to you. And um, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page. We used to talk about this at work. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Used to Talk Pod. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.